RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. Welcome to another Radio Gaga. This is the fourth program in the series, and this episode is a real treat because the person we're about to speak to is a legend. Do you remember this introduction to a radio program? Good evening, citizens. Yeah. Could you do that again? <laughs> good evening, citizens. Barry Jenkins. Yeah. So good to have you on Radio Gaga. Legend in my own lunchtime. That's right. Um, boy, where to start? But with that um, opening line, that's become, I mean, that's part of the sort of culture that. I stole it from a, a writer called um, Damon Runyon. Oh, wow. He was uh, uh, very important in the 1930s, yeah. I'm told. 30s? <laughs> yes. So he, how would he have said it, though? Uh, he in called everybody way? citizens. Yeah. Everybody. And um, that's what people are. Yeah. And when I was sort of casting about for a, an idea to, um, when I first got onto the, onto the radio at all, I thought, well, what, what, how do you do it? What, what do you call people? And the answer was citizens. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what I always used. Yeah, and then it becomes a very identifiable line associated with you. And it's also dead accurate. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. There's yeah. no false advertising. <laughs> no, no, no. So let's go right back. Um, you're, you're Auckland. You're from Auckland. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how far are we going back here? I mean, what? Blimey. Uh, as far You're as radio goes. You're a senior in New Zealand now, right? You're a senior. Am I bloody ever? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I suppose it goes back as far as um, my wife uh, bullying me uh, in answer to a, an advertisement in the Herald for right. a radio announcer. They actually advertised That's back amazing. then. I mean, it's astonishing when you think about yeah. it now. But anyway, she said, you can do that. And I went, what do you mean? no, no, no. And she said, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> so uh, I applied and... Because um, well, you had a voice. Yeah, well, you know, she thought so. And I, I thought, well, okay, yeah, I got it from my father. So um, I applied and I had an, had an audition here in Auckland uh, at the old broadcasting house. And I thought I failed miserably. Um, because I didn't know what a radio announcer was sound, was to sound like. But you, were li- you listened? Would, everyone was listening to the radio? Well, no, no, I didn't listen to the radio at all. Oh. No, because um, my father was a classical um, aficionado, and uh, it was a constant program or nothing. <laughs> and um, if, if a conductor was taking things a little too slowly or uh, not to his liking, he could swear for, uh, for about a minute and a half without repeating himself. Yeah, uh, that's a lot. <laughs> yes, I think I inherited that kind of intolerance. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, such vocab. And such a vocabulary. Um, well, so I get that For a minute and a half, two minutes without repeating himself. Um, so he wasn't. Like a commercial, commercial radio wasn't on in that. No, no. Well, you see, the the thing was, I was brought up um, with these this um, non-commercial environment. It was classic classical music only. Yeah. But it meant that I could part of the announcer's audition, if you like. Yeah. Uh, there were two sort of um, sections to it. One was to be a disc jockey, mm. and the other one was to be a, a an announcer for the YC network. Right. So, and I could. Pre- pronounce mm. all the classical compl- composers correctly mm. and nobody else could ah, what an and so they actually hired me to uh, to do yc 
and they got this old punk. <laughs> <laughs> so Turns out. You didn't think you would pass the audition, but then you, you pass it, you think, my golly, I've got, I, I'm in. I didn't expect to be They in. did. They hired me for YC. Yeah. Mm. Dad and then somebody that. said, oh, better put him through the commercial uh, training course uh, just in case. Mm. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure what it was in case of what, but mm. uh, <laughs> that's what they did. Like an insurance policy. That's what they did. Um, so, you, okay, so you get in unexpectedly mm. it turns out you obviously did have a voice you, you must have because they, they're very they're very um concerned about presentation style yes and, they were and yeah. quality back in the day when yes they? i think I, I i think i sort of spoke vaguely proper yeah yeah mm. yeah your father would have been pleased mm, he was. well he was well he yeah. would have started listening to <laughs> no he didn't <laughs> right no he didn't was there anything in your um upbringing upbringing that sort of you know, were you expressing creativity? Were you in, in, interested in creative sort of lines of work? Or is it just purely when the ad came along? You, I didn't know what the hell I was going to do. Um, I'd really uh, done all sorts of odd jobs here and there um, yeah. to make enough money to give to the Aero Club. Uh, oh, we can talk about that too. Huh? So, <laughs> so that's what I did. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as I say, it was a bit of a loose, loose end. Um and I hadn't really uh, plotted a career to, at all. Right. Um, we sort of made it up as we went along, and um, it turns out that this was a, a pretty good thing to do. I had a, a wonderful time doing it. So what year was that, or, or approximately what Oh, Lord, um, let me see. So, uh, about 1970 or right. thereabouts, yeah. somewhere around there, I think. Yeah. Three years, mm, yeah, I'm not good at dates, except 77, I can, that time, I can yeah, do that. We, yeah, we'll get to that, <coughs> and you'll never forget that, because when punk came, right? Um, yeah. So that was when, uh, I mean, I was a bit young then to remember it all, but that's when the, the whole sort of commercial radio thing was, in this country now, we were a bit later, as I understand it, um, was connecting with all the popular music that was pouring through, and obviously... A great way to earn money because those commercial stations were incredibly successful, weren't they, in the uh, early days? Yeah, day. I think they sort of were, although, um, you know, where I um, started was, it was a pretty uptight um, place to be, yeah. you know, it, it wasn't really all that youth-friendly when you thought about it, I'm, not that I was all that young when I started, but... Um, it was, it was, I mean, we still had uh, an, a xylophone uh, <laughs> to play on, you know, on the hour. Was, uh, well, like, bing, bing, bing. Uh, that one, yeah. that one, that's the one. Incredible. No. <laughs> I suppose it's before the cart machines or something. Oh, it was well before carts. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. And Although, did you have to wear a suit? No, 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 they didn't insist on that, fortunately. Although... Uh, some of the get-ups that I wore, I, I cannot, be- I cannot believe they even tolerated it. Um, we thought it would be Christmas, of course, and happy days. Yeah, yeah. Who did you meet back then? It would have been some of the, you know, the well-known names. You would have come right into the workplace with them, right? Well, yeah. Um, I, I suppose it, it, it goes back a long way, uh, and many of the names that I might come up with, yeah. um, such as Tim Evans Freak, um, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, really, uh, no, nobody would probably know much about him in, yeah. in those days. Um, it was early, it was yeah. really early. Yeah. Mm. Well, and so YC, but what was the first commercial? 
gig then? That you did? Oh, two ZA in Palmerston North. They sent me the, uh, there was a training centre. My God, there's a training centre. Yeah. Anyway, they sent me to that in Wellington. Uh, Wellington. And, um, Do you remember who your um, tutors or your trainers were? Yeah, Hayden Shirley. Hayden, yeah. And uh, Bob White, I think. Right. Yeah. You mm. Hayden, yeah. yeah. Great so. guy. Anyway, um, so they sent me to uh, 2ZA in Palmerston North, and I had a ball there. It was great. Yeah. Because uh, it opened doors. They, they really liked their radio down there. Yeah, yeah. And there was only, well, for a while, there was only us. Uh, and then uh, the opposition came along. But th- the point was that you'd, one night you'd have the mayor in to talk at, a, uh, at an interview. Yeah. And the next minute you'd have a, um, a leader of, the, uh, of, a, of a bikey gang. You know what I mean? It, was, <laughs> it, it, it really did. It, it, uh, it carved through the, through the demographics. Yeah. Yeah. Community radio. Yeah, it was. Yeah. All about. Mm-hmm. Um, I um, was at Tuesday, but not when it was the sole station. But I remember in Tauranga was the sole station. One thing I noticed is that in a community like that, even in a reasonable-sized provincial city, Boy, everyone suddenly knows you. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. quite alarming, actually. It's uh, a certain, uh, certain uh, opened. Uh, it, it it opened uh, social doors for sure. Yeah, yeah social doors. Mm. Yeah, um, and of course, uh, Palmerston North. Uh, what back then was it? It was University Town then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, likes of Tom Scott. Who used to have him as a guest every now and again. Right. He had a marvelous, <laughs> marvelous turn of phrase. Tom Scott. He said, you know. You know the relationship between New Zealand government and the U.S.? I said, no. He said, it was that uh, of Bill Sykes' dog to Bill Sykes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's from Fielding, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was from Fielding. And yeah. John Clark was from Palmerston North. Yeah, yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. A humour, humour uh, engendering town. Yeah. strangely enough. Yeah, it kind of is, isn't it? Mm, mm. Um, the weather. My memory is the weather was never that. No, never flash. No. <laughs> yeah. Scenery's not well flash either. Someone told me the best thing to come out of Palmerston North is the road to Wellington. Yeah, something like that. Although yeah, I'd, have gone, joke. I'd have gone, I'd have gone north myself. Yeah, yeah, well, that's right. yeah. <laughs> so how long did you spend there, and who 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 were there? Because I remember Muzzer Ingalls in yeah. one of our chats. Yes, he was. He was there. Yeah. And and he men- mentioned Sefton Freeman and, and people like that. And uh, you probably remember. Well, Sefton was a lovely bloke. Uh, all he cared about was the national program, which meant he left me alone, and that's all I've ever wanted. Is <laughs> Program directors to leave me alone. Yeah, if you were to, to, to describe or use uh, certain words to describe program directors, what would they be? Um, well, they are not needed, uh, not wanted on voyage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why did they ever get them? Um, because well, they thought somebody must have thought music, right? Somebody thought must have thought they were necessary at some stage. Um, I don't, I don't know why. What the rationale was there? Uh, music director, fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as long as it's me, um, <laughs> well, it was you know. Me, I mean, people are entitled to, to yeah. entitled to their own silly opinions, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you're the one who's putting it out and presenting it as a program, as mm. a package, mm. I mean, you're the one who's that's that's where the rubber hits the road. A program director usually is sitting in a back office somewhere. And, and well, exactly, but he's sort of more concerned with promos and that sort of thing. Well, no, fortunately, I didn't have to worry about that. All I cared about was the music. And you didn't was, have to endure the 90-minute rotate thing that came in. No, no, I wouldn't play that that game. I really wouldn't. I, I, I managed to... 
get away with it most of my most of my career, which is I either bullied them or or fooled them. I, I don't know how I got away with it. I've no idea. They used to be able to um, last about three years at a time before getting fired and having to go somewhere else. Right. Yeah. Mm. Is, is there a bit of a and we can talk about? It, is there a bit of a pattern of like one place here fired, next place yeah. fired back? Yeah, to that happened a lot. Yeah, I think about five times actually. Yeah. yeah. You, you get sort of used to it after the yeah, second you do. or third one. Yeah, but Don't take you know, it so hard. It 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 becomes it's called, it's all about being pig headed. I think. Yeah, it, it's really. And when it, you're young. Yeah, and I was yeah, arrogant and pig-headed, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you admit it now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but but it's, it probably earlier you could. Uh, great training ground, though, eh? Because you learn everything. Yeah. Is that what you think? Well, you had to do all sorts of things. You know, you have to go out with a with a ewer, with a, um, a, ewer, yeah. a, a portable tape recorder, and, and interview people in the in the in the uh, manners mall. Yeah. Um, Awful, awful stuff you had to do. It was just appalling, but you did, you did learn. Yeah. And um, as I say, there is no such thing as a training centre now. Which yeah. I think you know. Can you a, tell? I think I think you can. I think you can. Yeah. Really. I mean, all right. It's it's far more the boy or girl next door now on the radio. Yeah. Real voice. Uh, yeah. But now, um, yeah, it, it, and that's fine, I suppose. But back then, it was. A little more uh, structured, shall yeah, we say. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess the privilege to broadcast was uh, carried a lot more weight back in the day, so you had to conform to standards and... Well, you had to be trained. You had to be trained. Yeah. You don't want to go on there and make a fool out of the NZBC. No, oh, no, because <laughs> they embarrassed very easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <They> still do. <laughs> not, maybe not so easily. Because that, that would have been quite a conservative outfit, right? You, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah certainly. And a lot of the um, staff at the time, when you came back then, that their backgrounds would have been stretching right back to the war, probably. Damn nearly, in in some cases, yes. Um, but you know, they they were relatively tolerant. Yeah. Uh, and well, more power to them. As far as I'm concerned, they were pretty damn good to me, and I I, I gave them no reason to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, they recognised talent when they saw it, perhaps. So how long how long were you there and then would you go to any other provincial stations after that or did you sort of like No, it was ZM Haraki, ZM Haraki. Um I remember uh, David Gapes came to um came to prominence and, and said um he wanted he wanted Kevin Black uh, for the break for the breakfast. And I think it was his secretary said, um oh, we might as well get that other bloke as well and uh, so that so they, I, I, I was happy at ZM, very, very much so. It was a nice uh, quasi-government department um, with a pension plan and etc., uh, etc. Et the checks didn't bounce yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And I was getting on fine because, again, getting my own way most of the time. Um, so that's before these obsessive... Rotates, rotates yes. Formats that were, were... Yeah, pretty much. A guy called Peter Fires and I, uh, he was in the program department, and we were on the same frequency mm. uh, and on the same page, and we got on really well, and we just did our job. It was mm. fantastic. It was easy. Mm. But then uh, when David Gapes came along, um, the deal was there was no more money. Um, I got a Datsun 1200, I seem to remember, uh, which I was a bit disappointed about. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, a hundred percent of uh, play what the hell I wanted. That's amazing, and that's all I really. No wanted. one could dream of that now. All I wanted, yeah. Mm. So that's like a 
uh, what do they call that? A dream job. Well, there goes the last DJ. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, yes. So that's that's what happened, and of course, um, then David sold the place, and a, a succession of. Uh, different people um, came, owners, became right, corporate yeah. owners, exactly, and various program directors that I had to fight with. And uh, that, that that deal that I had um, did last about another, at least another three years. Mm. So, um, yeah, and I would just swap stations when they got sick of me. Yeah, oh, well, there you go. Uh, probably many people had that experience. Um, those brands are still going today. Are you surprised they are. they've lasted so long? Yeah, um, well, not in the case of ZM because they were uh, literally an institution. Yeah, They didn't have to prove anything at ZM. Right. They weren't even interested in the ratings. Oh, so they were, they, okay, they weren't really seriously in the game then? No, they were, they, no, uh, not really because... Okay, we had five stations. Mm. There are 50 now, mm. but there are five station market then, mm. including OIC, mm. and we were number five. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. no, nobody had to prove anything yeah. um, because the ratings were taken uh, as ZB and ZM oh, together. together yeah. They weren't separated, yeah. and um, they, they, loved, they liked it yeah. that way. And they, Well, I remember the Wellington experience. They never liked the ZM to get any too close to the no. ZB. And when it looked like it was getting too close, they yeah. tweaked the format again to yeah. bring it back, right? Well, ratings even back then were, were less important, yeah. quite a lot less important. Yeah. That was, the, I suppose, the quality they were interested in. Yeah. It's incredible to think of, of such a narrow choice because mm. now this is hundreds of sources available in, in TV and, and radio and yeah. audio. But, yeah. But back then, what, one TV channel, five radio stations in, in Auckland. It's hard to – there's not much. No. Well, uh, yeah, it, it, the choice was restricted. Yeah. I mean, the same thing when I went to the telly. The, the same thing happened with the radio with pictures. It um, it was the only way you were going to get to see and hear bands. Yeah. Um, because you couldn't get it from anywhere else. Right. It was TVNZ or uh, TVNZ, really. Yeah. yeah. So um, right place, right time, because, because it was so restrictive, yeah. I was the only game in town. So you were choosing, you and Peter, mm. between you, were basically choosing anything you thought was applicable to play. It was up to you guys. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and the same pretty much happened with the telly. I mean, they'd lost control of it. It was, it was just myself and a producer, and uh, we just pretty much did what we liked. Mm. If, if we wanted it, we'd play it. If, if we didn't, um, it would go to ready to roll. That's, yeah. yeah. And we'd fight about it yeah. um, most of the time, actually. Did you make that out of Wellington? No, uh, up, up here in, uh, oh, okay. in Shortland Street. Shortland Street <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not not what Shortland Street is these not days. Not what it is now, no. Um, because uh, I know Karen Hayes, a colleague of mine, and mm. she's always reminded of that show. It's like mm. decades have gone by. Of course, and it's yeah. like it was yesterday. Well, yes. It had such a... You know, well, it was appointment viewing, yeah, which appointment it, viewing. It, it's become... Uh, it doesn't happen anymore. You know, you, you, you more have the television on, um, yeah. whereas... You know, thirteen people would troop into your lounge and go. It's it's time for that. You know that kind yeah, of thing. And all sit down happened in her, after her as well. And, yeah. um, but it sort of started because um, uh, there was a producer uh, and they used to play these clips. Um, 
separated by graphics. And yeah. um, the guy that um, put it together thought, well, it needs something else. It, need, it needs a bit of explanation. Yeah. And he didn't know anything about it, so uh, I seemed to be uh, the logical choice. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was... I was elected. <laughs> <laughs> that takes things to a new level, doesn't it? Being on TV. Well, yeah. Back then, especially. Yeah, yeah you'd, you'd have really big people come along to you in Queen Street and go, I hate you. <laughs> That's how you know <laughs> you're well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, Was that like a token bit of airtime that they gave you on a Sunday? It was Sunday evening, wasn't it? Is that what, oh, they, 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 th- they threw it, whatever um, they threw at us. Uh, Sunday, it started on Sundays and it went on Sunday for about a year. And then we started to rate our our little uh, heads off. Right. And so they tried, they didn't like it much. And they used to (laughs) move it around. No, they didn't. (laughs) Honestly, they didn't. Wow. So so they moved us around. It was a Monday and a Tuesday and it was, you know, just shifted about. And and if there was anything serious going on, we didn't get it at all. And you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like that. But. Um, they they couldn't knock us off. They just couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they must have pissed them off. Um, the videos, what do they do? They, they were physically arrived by air freight? Record companies, yeah. Oh, yeah, record companies. And I'd go up there every every week and say, what have you got? Um, you going to release that? No. Uh, good, well, give it to me anyway. And, and, and you will be releasing yeah. it later, right? <laughs> yeah. Did you have that sort of power? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, I, I'd, I was able to thrash certain... Yeah, certain things, and um, yeah, they 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 would um they would sell, and then it, they'd be you know for, they'd press five hundred copies, and they'd be out out of stock right. by September. Wow! Yeah. And do you get anything for that? <laughs> no, no, no. It's unfortunately, old, no. I should have structured something yeah, far better yeah. than I did. Yeah, yeah. next time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So before you got into that, because I want to talk about that whole punk thing. That's that's, that's a big deal. Mm. Before that. Um, and I'd be interested to hear how you describe sort of discovering that music. But before that, sort of what what were you into? Were you just in the sort of classic rock? Oh, rock yeah, classic, classic rock. rock and- yeah, only the, as far as I could see, the quality end of it. Um, yeah. We're talking, you know, Little Feet, Steely Dan, um, yeah, yeah the, 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 the Stones, uh, Led yeah. Zeppelin, the, the whole... Uh, box and dice, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, that happened before punk, and yeah. then suddenly, 1977, along comes I'm on the telly, and I'm along comes a clip <laughs> from the Strangler- Stranglers. Oh wow! And I mean, these guys could play, yeah, and uh, it just blew my uh, little ears um, off. And I sat there with an AVR one and just recued. Two inch tape for God's sake. Yeah, yeah, two inch. Recued, played, recued all afternoon. I yeah. could not believe this. Really? Yeah. And um It's like a light bulb or it something was went just, off. It was just magnificent. The yeah. energy and the um the commitment yeah. and the fact that these guys could play. Yeah. Was that sort of important? Right? Yeah, well it was because I was hung up uh for the uh, on the idea that it wasn't so much the idea that was important, it was the musicianship. Right. And these guys had both. Yeah. And um, because, you know, the, the punks, some of the punks that, that started, uh, that came in later, they were they were uh, 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 not not great musicians. Right. They were what commercialized. Well, no, no, no. They weren't great no. musicians, but they had the ideas. Oh, right. And I came around to the idea that that was more important than the execution. Oh, okay. The actual idea was more important yeah. than the musicianship. 
Um, I mean, you still had to have a, a basic grasp of what you were doing, but it was the idea that was important, right. something I hadn't heard before yeah, yeah. in that way. It, yeah. it just Did it connect with the sort of attitude that you might have had? Were you getting a bit sick of this? Cushy sort of well, it, it was getting it was getting a bit west coast. It was yeah. it was getting a bit boring, yeah. I have to say. And then suddenly, wallop! And I, I must admit, um, I was a prime candidate. And I got I got seduced immediately. Radicalized. Um, radicalized. <laughs> yes, actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally bloody radicalized. Yeah. That's well, what it was. Well, then then you've got um, the difficulty, I would imagine, of trying to express that in the. Radio or the, yeah. the broadcasting career you've got, not, mm. I would imagine, not so easy. No, no. Well, look, I have to say that the, um, whoever was running the place at the time, uh, and you know, the establishment generally, the well, the audience, for God's sake, I'm, mm. I went I, at Haraki, I had fifty-one percent uh, of the market at one stage, doing seven to ten. Yeah, and it went from fifty-one percent. To fourteen percent, I think, in one book, yeah, and then to seven percent. Wow. So you know, uh, as far as I was concerned, there were seven percent of people that had ears and something between them. Right. Uh, well, that's the way I justified yeah, it. A anyway. good test of the psyche yeah. of the nation. In oh a way. my god, seven yeah. percent. But, they, but mm. they were probably kind of brainwashed from the the relentless. I know, I brainwashed them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You did it to yourself. Well, I tried. Way. I tried. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had no choice. Hell's yeah. teeth. Yeah. If I'd been um, thinking about it rationally, but you couldn't. You see, yeah. you couldn't yeah. think about it rationally. It was too damn exciting. Yeah. It was too damn new and too too damn important. Yeah. Though it did sort of start to get some energy, right? I mean, I, I was telling you before um, we started talking that I talked to the Madness, uh, one of the Madness ma- band members on RNZ a week or so ago, mm. and him describing the scene. It was like. I mean, everyone was ready for something. Oh, absolutely! They were totally absolutely. Ready for it. You know, it was it was getting a bit yawn uh, making uh, after a while. There, I mean, the Eagles ruled, for example, yeah, yeah, and okay, yeah. magnificent musicians yeah. as they were. Yeah. things were getting a bit slower tempo, yeah. you know, and a bit sort of predictable. Yeah, and then suddenly wallop. Yeah, and I, I was up to that. My God, I was. <laughs> so when those ratings went the way you just described them. I mean, how, how does management react to that? Because that's like... Well, not off, well. Off a cliff. Not well. You, you can't say that. And yeah. who's, who's, who's to blame them? You know, I mean... Yeah. I, oh, true, yeah. I had this luxury of, of not really caring about whether it made any money or not, and but they didn't. And, of course, they weren't very happy about it. No, no. So you, so you had to go somewhere. You, yeah, usually to the other station. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that didn't care quite so much about money. And then um, back again, uh, under certain circumstances, when things got um, interesting again, um, well, I just TV swapped between. A shot and, and, and yeah, the yeah. Oh, about the three years yeah. lasted there. Yeah. 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 yeah, So, okay, you go back to ZM and, and you find a bit of freedom there. You can... Is Peter still there, willing to... <laughs> Matter of fact, <laughs> he was. Matter of fact, he was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no, it was a it was a a good thing. It was a, I, I've been very lucky actually, um, the way they put up uh, with, with what I was up to. Yeah, 
Um, because I remember you, because I worked at 2ZM in Wellington, and I used to go till midnight. And when I first started, we stopped at midnight. We mm. had to literally turn it off. You know, that's like, right. And, and, and turn the lights off and turn the... That's right. We dialed up the transmitter crazy. and shut it down. You could never, ever think that that would happen now. No. Um, but then then it changed. I remember them announcing that we're going to go 24 hours and there was going to be this uh, show. And I remember Andrew Congdon Page did it from Wellington. Yeah. And then we heard you from Auckland. Yeah. And i got to say, I hadn't heard anything like it. Well, um, we were... We were lucky because um, ZM uh, had been uh, applying for a 24-hour license for quite some time. Yeah. And uh, Bruce Slane, who was the, I think, commissioner for broadcasting or something at the time, um, granted the 24-hour license yeah. on the proviso that they um, played alternative music. Right. And we'll guess who was elected to do that. And I think, actually, I think his son might have had something to do with it. Right. But anyway, um, that's what happened. So they used the, the alternative music format as a reason for yeah, utilising the airtime that yeah, otherwise would lay on. Yes, that's right. To, that's right. To, to help the punks out. Somehow, well, I don't <laughs> know about that. Thing, but pound of meat or whatever. <laughs> it's two in the morning. I think it actually um, it resulted in the sales of uh, C90 um, tapes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people used to. Um, they used to tape it. The kids used to. Yeah, the kids used to tape it. Yeah, um, and then listen to it the day, the day after. Well, it would be odd because I remember winding <laughs> up at midnight and you'd finish with some top latest song, you know, LRB or something, and then then dumb waiters, the psychedelic furs would smash it, and whoa. Yeah, well, that happened in in, in Napier, uh, uh, Hastings rather, yeah. uh, completely because there was it ran the concert program up until midnight, and then suddenly. Crash is is me mid song. So you got that. You got borrowed into the um, to the buzzcocks. Yeah. yeah, you get lulled in by a concert. And very get funny. Thing. It was yeah. very funny. It must have been that's, weird to listen to. Well, that's very unorthodox programming uh, approach, isn't it? Certainly was. Yeah. Would they? Would those? I mean, who gets to have a network program? Okay, albeit it's the middle of the night. Yeah, it was the middle of the but night. But with anything you could play. Mm. Music that no one in the establishment can probably even cope with. Mm. Pretty unique situation. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Talk about luck, Trev. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You felt like you, you oh, I just felt really yeah. lucky. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was great. I, I didn't mind working in the middle of the night. In fact, I, I preferred it. Yeah, yeah. Um, did I, people call up? Did you get? How, how did you interface? Yeah, with the well, they back did. Then? They did, but but not not quite so much. I didn't actually encourage it. Right. Because um, I was too busy wondering what the hell would go with the, what was actually on now. Yeah. In fact, occasionally there'd be a. a, a a little bit of dead air, while because I didn't quite get it <laughs> right. It's very important what what came next. All oh, right, uh, I don't, I can't explain that, but it oh, had so to. It really had to so, to work. So you, with the that, last track, you're really particular <laughs> about that, right? Oh so yeah, how things fit yeah, in. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't always get it right, obviously, but uh, I, I tried. Yeah, and in playing records too, right? Yeah, oh yeah, it was yeah. all fine. Do you miss those days? Um. Well, well, well I, I guess the old not the old not a lot technology. actually. I mean, Hell's Bills when when uh, digi- uh, digital um, became became available, it was so much bloody easier. Yeah, oh, true. Yeah. Uh, I just I just I just fill a CD, and I did a Sunday night for Haraki. They took me back for God's sake for some reason. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I used to fill a, a, a CD with. I don't know, um, fifty odd songs, right? And, and, just, and uh, just one after the other, yeah. or 
uh, you could obviously decide which track and and um, do it that way. Yeah. But I would I would make the make the tapes before before I did the right. the gig. Yeah. And um, mostly it was just one after the other. And this is all an AM mono, by the way. Yeah, a, a lot of a hell of a yeah. lot of it was. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get to FM until quite late. Um, yeah. Tried to get an, an FM station organised, but um, why did it? Why, I can't remember. Why did that take? Why was that such a battle to get what is? Just well, a, yeah. there were two reasons: the taxis and the ah, the, taxis. Um, the police. The taxis? No, no. Oh. Uh, the, uh, the taxis and the and the commercial carriers. Right. Uh, yeah. RTs. Yeah, RTs. Yeah. Using VHF. Yeah, they were using. Yeah. But they didn't. You got the impression because Muldoon. I remember mm. Muldoon. He, he wasn't. He didn't care. He, no, he did not. In fact, no. he didn't want the, that. Rabble, he wanted. He man. wanted as little a few, as as few media as possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, remember when he put the record tax up and. He said that pop music wasn't culture, and he was actually trying to define what what where the music the split was between music that wasn't cultural. Eh, crazy, yeah. Try, try arguing that now. Yes, I I think um, well, Robert David had his own arguments, yeah. didn't he? I wonder yeah. what he listened to when he went home with <laughs> him and Thea put the other record player. I don't know, but he was probably thinking big, <laughs> yeah, too big. That's that was a problem. So that was that was a dream job. How long did that go for? That, that? Oh God, um, must have been. Nigh on twenty years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean on the all night. Uh, oh, on the all night. Um, yeah. some, that was at least, at least six, I think. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a good. Certainly stretch. five. Yeah, certainly five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a bit, um, yeah. a little bit shaky on dates, but but then again, uh, then I came back again uh, and did a, a night show at Harrogate. Is that again. after the elephant beer? Uh, no, no, no. That was. Um, <laughs> That was no. That was the first time. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the first time. That was yeah. So, mm. yeah. That's strong. Oh yes. Yeah, oh, you don't yes, know what yeah. you're getting into. Wasn't a good. It wasn't a good yeah, act. Yeah. No, no, no. How, how did you cope with being? I've been fired once. Yeah. And I, and I took it quite personally because the first time I'd ever been fired from something. Yeah, I got twisted. Yeah. I got bitter and twisted, and I went to the mattresses, and um, <laughs> I just I had a, a a chip on both shoulders. Right. For a, a long while. Yeah. And I I thought the hell with um, this goddamn whole thing uh, in the way of radio because there was nothing that I wanted to listen to now. Right. Because <laughs> I yeah, wasn't on there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. so, Isn't it crazy when you're the only guy playing stuff well, that exactly, you want to listen to? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I, I thought, well, no, no, I just I don't want to know about the whole thing. In fact, I missed a, a few opportunities. I mean, for example, I think I got it, I, I got in... Uh, invited to join the panel, and I was so twisted I refused. Oh. I mean, that was pretty stupid, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. Anyway, oh, that sort of thing. That's what it is, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, so I was out into outer darkness, <laughs> and I've pretty much remained so ever since. So, then yeah. back to Hauraki. Yeah. And were you allowed to carry on in the same way? Or did they oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. no, no that was the only only deal. Yeah. No I'd point. about the ratings. No, no point in having me if I wasn't allowed to yeah. do it. And you wouldn't do it anyway, I guess. No. Yeah. No, I wouldn't, no. So what were the how racky? I, I mean, I've recently been in Auckland. Speak to a lot of people. It still, I mean, it still exists as a brand, but it seems that those days were, you know, people just remember them so fondly. Well, they do, and you know, I, I found it that okay, it it may have only been seven percent, yeah, but by God, are they passionate about it? Yeah, uh, and, and last night's gig, I mean, we went to a, a gig called Punk It Up for God's sake, yeah, and <laughs> bands that started. 
40 years ago yeah. were playing last night. Wow. Now, all right, I used to think, you know, nostalgia sucked till I got to this age. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and I was um, pretty uh, vocal on the subject, but still, I was wrong. Uh, and uh, what the hell? Why not? Why not um, reinvent yourself 40 years later? Why yeah. the hell not? Yeah, yeah. Um, you um, have done other stuff too. Your voice is recognisable from lots of, obviously lots of voice work back in the day. I think you did news reading, which is something that I do, so I can relate yeah, you on that. Yeah. Um, did you like doing that? Absolutely. Yes, yeah. I did. I, I don't think I could cope there with that now, but um, yeah, I worked for Wendy uh, and I worked for 89 FM doing news so and that, Haraki doing news. Was that actually. the first time you went to FM? 89 FM? Yeah, yeah, that was, it was yeah. the first time. That didn't FM, last actually. too long, did it? <laughs> What was it, eight weeks or something? Yeah. Six or eight weeks? Well, I remember getting, you know, um, shown the door for that. I think there was a, yeah, but they, they were sponsoring a, a, a Queen concert. Oh, yeah. And I was reading news and I had made the comment to be careful to avoid mercury poisoning. <laughs> and they didn't enjoy that. No, no. I can imagine all the Queen freaks would have gone nuts. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and so. that's not the role of the newsreader. Beth. No, it's not. I know. It it's was called a, editorial. It was well over the top. It was well over the top. And I, I don't think anyone it. would mind now. No one could give a damn, would they? <laughs> Oh, yeah, Queen Freaks would. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what? You know? Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Mm. The voice. Sorry about that, Freddie. Very important to have a good voice. Um, maybe not so important these days because I hear voices that don't do much for me. Mm. Um, that's a natural voice, right? Well, yeah. Um, it's getting a bit croaky these days, but it was a little better uh, when I was a little younger. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Got it did from did you work on it, or is it just something? No, no, I didn't. No, I really didn't. Um, no, I, I really didn't. Although the um, the training centre made you pronounce uh, Maori properly, yeah. uh, made you pronounce German properly, <laughs> made you pronounce Italian pro- pro- properly, and um, that all actually worked quite um, uh, was helpful with with English and diction. Yeah. And so pronouncing something that um, you weren't sort of uh, au fait or, or, or familiar with, uh, it did help with, yeah. um, with, with, with tightening your, your diction. And you sound more polished. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 A little more professional. Don't yeah. hear so much of that now. You do not. You do not. But there again, times have changed and it's uh, the boy and girl next door these days. Interesting you talk about Maori pronunciation because mm. I remember those Maori pipi wharaurua and all yeah, that. Yeah, stuff. yeah, I've done one. Um, and back then, um, you used to get complaints about pronouncing it too well mm. now i tell you if you don't pronounce it properly people are, exactly they don't like it so there's yeah. been a complete change in yes there has yeah yeah they have be happy about that though yeah, yeah. well I, I, hey listen if you if you're gonna if you're gonna dabble in it then do it properly yeah you know? yeah yeah <laughs> and they did they 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 did there was a bloke um at um in training center name of well he was officer commanding mm. uh, very much so yeah uh, ken green yeah. And Ken Green uh, decided the way everything 
was going to be pronounced. Oh, and, okay. uh, he was oh yes, guy, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it, the buck stopped, stopped yeah. there yeah. and started there. Yeah, right. and <laughs> yeah. Handy guy to know. Have a good relationship with that. Point was, he was always right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, how can you argue with that? Yeah, he was always right. Um, I remember um, Hayden Shirley mm-hmm. and uh, Keith McIntyre was there. When I yes, was there. yeah, yeah. He, he actually used to fill in. It was Bob Wright? Yeah. Um, not uh, not White. It was it was Bob Wright. Right. And yeah, Haddon Shirley and and uh, McIntyre. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what I do remember is they were they were older guys, mm. but they did understand. They kind of understood what all us young guys were about to get into, and they were actually really accommodating. You know, that that's was, what I remember. That anyway, was what and quite kind. That was what was fantastic about a a bloke called Jeffrey Whitehead, and he's still alive and he still he's writes to the listener. Man. Wow! And he was the best director general anybody ever knew about. Uh, and they had no idea where, where, how good he was, uh, and he he understood exactly that. Yeah. He understood exactly what was. He, he didn't necessarily uh, like what you were doing, but he would defend to the death your right to do it. Well, that's what you want, and exactly that, you know. And I think we've lost that in New Zealand. Yeah. We really have lost that. I yeah. mean, the likes of you know the old Monty Python. They used to send up the BBC gutless. Yeah, yeah. But they, and they've always. Bit bite the hand that feeds them, Um, and you know. But but they were given the room to do it. But they were yes, exactly. They were. It was deemed um, that they they needed to be supported. Mm. Yeah, Mm. doesn't happen. They didn't try and smash it out. Doesn't happen now. Forget about it. No, no. You you criticise. uh, bye bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think of? Um, I want to get on to a few other things shortly. But what do you think of? You know, things like the humour and just the presentational style. Is this as smart and innovative as it used to be, or is that not a, really a question we can even answer? I, I, can I, I cannot answer because I don't listen to the radio. Okay, well, of course I you honestly don't. You're not giving yeah. me what I want. Yeah. Why would I? Yeah, um, yeah that's right. It, that's the thing. I, I really can't answer that. But I do think the. Um, I mean, I'm sounding like my grandfather, who who doesn't at yeah. my age. But um, really, I, I think the standards have have somewhat slipped. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's a good way of putting it. I think so. Yeah. What about flying? Ah, yeah. How did you get interested in? Because I'm an aviation nut. Mm. And, so, and you I've know, noticed you've, you've noticed a, that. <laughs> I've got a few little projects going on the side. But, yeah, sure but, as hell. But, but I do remember um, coming to Auckland and. Uh, did you used to do like traffic reports or beach reports? Yeah, or yeah, I got radio I remember stations. Being in a relative's car and hearing you doing a. Oh, I was amazing. I should tell them where wow. the traffic ops were. Yeah. Um, <laughs> still, still. still. Yeah, no, no. I got radio stations to pay for my flying. It was yeah, fantastic. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the you know the advertiser yeah. uh, paid yeah, for yeah, it, but but not you. Yeah, no, not yeah. me. So not you, me. You're uh, talking up hours and three and a half thousand hours. <laughs> wow, that's that? fantastic. Yeah. Anyway. I used to fly the thing was though and if I'd been found out about this there would have been hell to pay but I uh, I was a white ant I flew the tapes out to Haraki ah. while I was working for the <laughs> NZBC brilliant mm. and you'd like drop them yeah well it was it was it was free radio yeah, yeah. it was important yeah were you flying on their missions yeah yeah I, you drop, yeah well I would that's I had treason a, man my mother bought me an airplane and I I, I, I like used it. to I used to go to um to Anzac Ave where the studios were yeah on the motorcycle and put the tapes in the, in, in the bag and go out to Ardmore and go and pull pull the aircraft out. 
unfold the wings, swing the prop, and off to um, off to the to the terry. And I'd fly around the terry, and the boys would <laughs> give, give me the thumbs up. And um, then I'd, I'd uh, land at Claris and give the tapes to Nairi Gibbs, who had more rust than Holden, and uh, she'd then give them give them to her husband. Um, wow, what a supply chain! Yeah, yeah, and he had a marauder, and he would go, he would take the the tapes out to the Terry because I couldn't drop them. No, oh, right. I was envisaging you doing a drop, but yeah, yeah no. okay. The yeah. aeroplane was low wing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> couldn't drop them. Right, yeah. We did a ping pong drop in Tauranga once from a helicopter. It wasn't good. Yeah, ping pong balls accelerate to a mighty velocity under a helicopter. It's blade. bloody difficult yeah. actually to drop anything accurate yeah. for an aircraft. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember bombing kids though with. With uh, with toffees, okay. I was Santa Claus. Um, God Almighty, imagine health and safety now. Well, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Do I had it, a sack you? full of toffee, toffees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and I was flying a Champion Seven GCBC, and I I scoop handfuls of toffees and throw them out the window on these kids, <laughs> and I'd I'd be about probably less than a hundred feet wow. above them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they're all scrambling. I wouldn't have it. actually crashed into no, them. No, no. Because I'd have crashed a yeah. bit further on. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> yeah, someone who's sunbathing. But someone. imagine yeah. about 100 foot of, the, of toffee falling on your head. Well, you'd have brilliant. to get, What were we thinking? Special permission for that now. What? No, oh, and then they'd say no. No, then they'd say no. No, Don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. So <laughs> that's quite a good bunch of hours. Three thousand. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I did, um, I did quite a lot of, of flying for the, um, for the radio stations because the beach patrol was lasted an hour and a half uh, in the morning and an hour and a half in the, Great. In the so afternoon. Great, you get two bites at a yeah, day. Yeah, mm, yeah, about yeah. three hours a day. Yeah. yeah. What got you? What got you into aviation? How come you're interested? Oh, I don't know. I, th- I suppose my, my dad was a, a gunnery instructor in the air force, uh, among other things, and. Um, I used to um, spend a bit of time at Hobsonville and Fenwapai, and uh, I don't know. I just I just loved aeroplanes from the from yeah. the get go. Yeah. And of course, uh, you know, I said when I was twenty one, I said, "Mom, I have an aeroplane, please." And she said, "Yeah, all right." <laughs> As you do. Nineteen thirty eight. Yeah, she's all right. Man. Yeah. DH ninety four built in nineteen thirty eight by Sir Geoffrey de Havilland. It was a lovely old Great, aeroplane. Yeah. So when was the last time you flew a plane? Uh, last Monday. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I heard that you'd also um, uh, sort of dabbled in gyrocopters. I've flown in a few yeah. gyrocopters. I know what that's like. So. Yeah, yeah, well. Not so good? Yeah, no. It didn't work out so well, right? Well, it cost me uh, seven years of my life to build it. Um and about forty grand, and uh, I sold it for scrap. Oh, okay. Because it was a fundamentally um, bad, uh, flawed design. Right. And I, I, I may be old, but I'm too young to die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to know. Where, yeah. So I've got a little single seater now. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, like a microlite size. Yeah. Or, yeah, mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's fast. Yeah. yeah. How fast is fast? One hundred and thirty-five knots That's in the cruise. Too bad. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So you still get out, out and about in that? Yeah. 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 yeah, not doing traffic. You put yourself up for traffic reports. Or <laughs> oh, no, reports I'm just going to stay out of everybody's way. Go where they were the hell I want. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, it's great to meet a fellow aviation freak. You've got way more hours than I ever got. And, and, uh, but it must have been amazing to be able to, like, 
um, uh, have that interest and be able to sort of use it with the radio where they pay you to fly. Yeah, it was it's incredible. Yeah. Oh, I was I was amazed. Well, yeah. mind you, a couple of friendly sales managers who uh, you know who who put it to the advertiser, and that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's highly visible, and I guess people wanted to know what the beach conditions were. Yeah, they, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we call it the beach patrol rather than the shark patrol. I don't think I saw it and saw a shark ever. But, <laughs> but um, there were plenty of dolphins and a fair few orcas, but never, never many sharks. Any, any heart stopping moments? Mm, well, one was was really interesting. A fellow called uh, Warren Thomas and I were um, flying along, and. Uh, I'm, I'm busy with the radio uh, doing a report, and, and Warren tapped me on the shoulder and, and he said, um, what's that? <laughs> and, I, and I looked over and I said, that, Warren, is a um, 747B uh, SP, and uh, it's um, 500 feet the same um, height we are, and we're over Manly Beach, and... Um, this this belongs to Mr. Qantas, and I don't know what he's doing at our altitude. Wow, that's low, right? Yeah, and anyway, I formated on this thing. Yeah. I mean, he's dirty as he's yeah. got the gear down yeah, and the flaps slow, down, right? as slow yeah. as he could go. Yeah, yeah. Because apparently the captain wanted to um, look at the um, yachting yachting race off Manly <laughs> Beach because he's a yeah. <laughs> Crazy. So, so formated on this thing because he was faster than us. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lasted sight, about th- what three or four minutes. It was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And we waved the passengers and everything. Yeah. So, <laughs> so off he went, and, and I, I called up the tower. I said, "What the hell are you? What, what yeah. was the seven four seven SP doing in yeah. my my Victor yeah. Victor one?" And he went. Well, we wanted to watch the the, the yachts, and I, uh, we were so surprised we gave him a clearance. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was he, fun. That was a, fun, really was. I did some filming for Air New Zealand of a seven four seven air to air right up close. It's amazing being right up close to something it is, big yeah. in the sky. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Warren Thomas. Mm. Um, people, some people will remember that name. He mm. was uh, my boss, actually, mm. my first boss. He was uh, my my tech, panel yeah, tech in yeah, Palmerston yeah. North. Yeah, and good at it too. Oh, absolutely. He certainly wants good. Yeah. There, there were people like that, weren't there, who mm. really knew how to use the gear, yep. you know, and play stuff and exactly. make stuff. And, yep, yep. Yeah. Now it's all digital and sort of anybody can, uh, with a basic knowledge, can do it. Yeah. But then it, it depended on motor skills. Yeah, yeah well, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah fine motor skills. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw someone the other day. Um, who I figured immediately must have been in radio by the way they took the record out of the record oh, right. sleeve. You know, they let it slide out. Yeah. You know how you do, and yeah. then you hold it in a particular way. Yeah. And you just... I was a bit hard on records, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a bit hard on them because yeah. I didn't sort of value them. I mean, yeah. I, I, if, I, if I thrashed one uh, enough, I get another one. Yeah. And uh, that was just the way it was. Yeah. Because so. if you played them too much, you could wear them out, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's <laughs> the beginning of them. Where you could I, wear, I did wear a number of them out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So how long did the actual, you know, that sort of, de- well, DJing's probably not the, quite the, but, you know, that sort of presenting, announcing thing, how long did that go for? When, when did it finish for you? Um, well, far too long ago, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, sort of burnt the bridges, you know, and I've got nobody to blame but myself. Yeah. Um, but usually things are repairable. You but know. a good 10 years. I haven't worked for a good oh, 10 years. Okay. Uh, not, not not on the radio. Yeah. Um, 
The odd, the odd, you know, they wheel me out for the odd commercial these days, but very not, not very often. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, I'm, um, I'm happily. If someone came, I'm pretty back, happily retired. If really, someone, Barry. If someone came back mm. and said, "We want to get you back on to do this thing," would you? I'd probably get... say, "What for?" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'd be, I'd be listening. Yeah. You know, but nah, uh, what for? Yeah. So how have you occupied your time since? I, well, I think I'm, you're in the Thames area. Usually. Yeah, yeah, I'm the maintenance man uh, around, the, around the property. Um, uh, I'm the pool guy. Um, I, I do um, various uh, tree work and this and, the, and that and the other, what I can cope with these days. Yeah. And um, work on my little aeroplane. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to have a hobby, right? Yeah, you got to, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're retired, you... You you really you mustn't you mustn't vegetate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good um, that's a good bit of advice. Mm. Um, I, I ask people this, especially someone who's been around so long as you. I mean, they were were they golden days? Those? Do you think they were golden days? Bloody, absolutely. I mean, look, we mine was the the lucky generation. Yeah. it really was. I mean, from the the 60s or beginning of the 60s onwards um, until it all started to pe- f- f- uh, fall apart. And I think de- um, a band called Devo, Yeah. Um, the reason they were called Devo is that they had a theory of devolution. Yes, I remember hearing that. And uh, I think they were right. Uh, in 1977, they said was the peak of uh, uh, human achievement, mm. and it was all downhill from there. Mm. <laughs> I'm yeah. not sure they weren't right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Although science, obviously. Yeah, but no, no, and philosophically. Yeah. And, yes, and, and yeah, and in terms of in terms of civil of in terms of civilization, in terms of um, well, peaceful civilization, if you like. Yeah. It seems to be. It's, I mean, I never mind the bloody the two world wars. It's yeah. It, it seems to be the the civil. The civil unrest, the civil um, degeneration, um, seems to me to to be again. I'm sounding like my grandfather, yeah. but there you are. Um, I, I do believe that it, there is there is less respect now, less uh, consideration um, for other people than um, than has ever been. Yeah. yeah, which is you wonder about that because it's never been. We've never had more. We've never had better health. We've no. never had more technology. No. We've technically got as much freedom as we can possibly cope with. Yes. Um, you'd think that people people would have, have, have evolved to even a higher level. Accordingly, you would. But I, I, I seriously doubt. Um, mm. Okay, we've got, you know, we've got this morning's paper, news of um, gang warfare in South Auckland. Mm. Well, mm. excuse me, gang warfare, that, that's that's for other countries. Yeah. Um, but no, no, it's us. But that's how we're, it's reported, though. Yeah. It might not actually be well, gang it's, warfare. Well, yeah, look, it's true enough. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. Well, Sensationalise it possible. You know? yeah, yeah, how do you know the difference, right? <laughs> sensationalise it possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if possible, <laughs> always, <laughs> first option. Yeah. I don't think it was as sensationally <clears throat> projected back in the day. I think people were quite. Uh, I used to work in newsrooms. People were very particular about, you know, being very 
what's the word? Uh, um, neutral yeah. about the information they're putting. Yeah, and accurate. And accurate. And well, I you think remember yeah. your news reading. You remember the way yeah. that was done back? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think now it's probably um, yes. Do do sensationalise if you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. if you can. <laughs> So, well, if you want to make money, yeah. I think it's called clickbait. Well, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So what was the absolute highlight of your career? Must have been that punk thing, huh? Well, yes, it was. I, I got to say, it was probably the... If anybody tells you that they don't want to be on the television, they're lying. <laughs> um, no question about yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, did he fall or was he pushed? Always pushed. Yeah. Uh, always. Yeah. yeah. But you. But surely that's all authenticity. You have to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's too um, easy otherwise, isn't it? Well, well, it can go on for an awful long time, but um, uh, most of the time... Um, Whoever is running the place uh, decides what's going to happen next, yeah. which is fine. You know, they're the boss. Um, however, um, I think it had to be seventy-seven to about eighty-one. Right. That was the that was the exciting time. That yeah. was the that was the time that I wouldn't trade for anything. Right. And given the opportunity, I'd do it all again. Well, that's, that's the test. <laughs> would you do it again? You would. Yeah, he's a bloody would. When you think back to, um, I mean, I know some of the broadcasters that I that some are still around. I still really respect, you know, and um, um, probably not the same style or anything, but just the professionalism and and the things I learned off them when I knew them. What are some of the names that you'd come back with? that you can remember over the years? Mm, well, Fred Bodecker. Uh, I like Fred a lot. Well, obviously, Kevin was a mate of mine. Yeah. But Kevin didn't care about music. Yeah. Um, so what was it? He was in more entertainment, was it? Well, music for Kevin was what happened between Kevin Black. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Segway between him and him. Yeah, I love yeah. him as I did. Yeah. Um, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. It's, I just always felt like a, a bit of a majority of one. Um, right. I was never part of a. I, I could never really think think that I was part of a of, of a team. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. I was always sort of pretty much by myself. And although some of the the early ZM days um, with Pete, you know, Pete Fires and uh, a, a woman called um, Dallas Cuthbert, she she was of a, had a had a bit of spirit. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, I was always again. I was always from the outside, right? Yeah. So, yeah, never, never had the experience of working with a team. Yeah. Really, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would have liked to. Yeah, but no, I wasn't. But maybe you couldn't have done the things that you actually ended up doing. No, if you were no, no. That's team right. playing. No, it's true. Mm. It's true. Um. It's been great talking with you, and thank you for making some time. Uh, well, uh, for good, us, good. as we try and lock in all these memories and all these. Good things. luck with cutting it down. Yeah. No, no, this is the thing. We're not going to cut anything, except oh, me right. saying the tape's rolling at the front. We might even leave that in. Okay. But uh, well, that's another thing that uh, that's uh, interesting to me because. You know, um, back in the day, everything had to be edited to fit and be selected yeah, sure, and done yeah. right. Yeah. People kind of don't want that anymore. No, just, I suppose they just want to hear conversations. And, yeah, and you know, yeah. we can go arm and arm, and nah. yeah, you know, we can edit that out, can't we? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, yeah, these days you hear the guy saying we can edit that yeah, out, yeah, can't yeah, we? Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, there's a, uh, people listen to it as a podcast. Got a lot more time. Mm. So I'm not going to be edit. I'm not going to put any more effort into this than than what I've already. Good done. enough. Yeah, yeah. Good enough. But uh, thank you so much for coming. Great to meet you. Well, it's uh, thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. I mean. I guess I've, I've told most of my war stories. Yeah, unless you've got any other lurking that you want us to know about. Maybe some that you don't.
don't, but oh, this to... is your last chance to, <laughs> to, to have a last gasp. I of... suppose. So. I suppose the the worst admission was um, working for um, flying the tapes out to Harrogate yeah. while I was working for the NTBC because yeah. that that really was serious. Yeah. The rest would of that it... have been a firing <clears throat> offence. Oh, undoubtedly. Yeah. Yeah. I would have thought so anyway. Supply although the enemy. you see, uh, although when you're on staff. Um, uh, at at at, uh, at NZBC it was a quasi government corporation, right? So it really took something to get, in order yeah, to, be had to be fired. They had to be a very fair. Had to employer. be a pretty serious yeah, offence. Yeah, yeah. But of course, I'd already, I'd already, uh, I was working for ZM. Yeah. And uh, encouraging the opposition. So. Yeah. Yeah, it, you were supplying the enemy. Yeah, that's what you were doing. Yeah, yeah. It's called treason and war. It's that's, that's exactly what it is. Yes. And people get hung. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 Maybe drawn and quartered. Yeah, but hey, what an experience though. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been great chatting with you, and all the best, Barry Jenkin, Doctor Rock. Who, who gave you that title? Fred Bodica. Oh wow. Yeah, that it really was. stuck, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why, how I came up with it, but that, it was definitely Fred that uh, that that um, came up with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, Doctor Rock, you know, when, when I when I went to the telly, they they went, um, well, what are we going to call you? And I went, well, I know. What about my name? And they said, oh, it hasn't got much pizzazz. Oh, has that's it? nice to you tell know? you that about your own name. And I said, well, that's true enough. I mean, you know, but it's the one I'm stuck with. Yeah. And they went, well, what do they call you at Harrogate? And I went, oh, mm, Dr. Rock, but please don't do that. They went, yeah, we like yeah. that. Yeah. And, and the other thing is, is, please don't do a space age faux set. Please they don't do that. that. <laughs> what, of course. <laughs> I remember the intro music. That was the space. Boom, 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 uh, thing. Did you put that? <laughs> Did you have any any? No, and, no, no, no one put into that. And of course, the first program it's it's Doctor Rock under yeah. Uh, yeah. under the, the caption, yeah. um, and the the awful set. The, you know, yeah. however, um, you 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 play the cards you dealt. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Doctor Rock, can you just sign us off with that famous thing one more time? Goodbye, citizens. <clears throat> See you later. RCR with Paul Brennan. Reality Check Radio.